Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of The Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Texas Hill Country Fishing Report with Greg Wielander of Upstream on the Fly. How are you doing, Greg? Hey Marvin, I'm, I'm doing awesome. You know, it's, it's another hot one down here in the Texas Hill Country today. We're kind of in the mid-90s. Yeah, I looked at your weather before I hopped on, and it looks like you're going to hit the century mark at some point in the next uh, several days, too. Yeah, there's a potential for the next couple of days, but um, I think starting, you know, towards the end of the week as we get in the weekend, there's like a seven to eight day run of a 40 to 50 percent chance of area thunderstorms. And the, the temperature will be down in the 80s then. So that'll help cool the heat that's uh, not too far off. There you go. And so how does all of that translate into fishing in the hill country? Well, fishing, fishing's been good. You know, let's talk a little bit about that in detail. You know, um, about a week ago, we, uh, we had some rain. So we started May off kind of dry. Um, and about a week ago, we had gotten six to seven inches of rain. So it was not a widespread dumping of rain, um, but everybody had gotten you know, one to two inches of rain. But down in the Canyon Lake area, which is uh, just west of the town of New Braunfels, which is famous for the lower Guadalupe River, that's our southernmost trout fishery in the U.S., it had gone from 80 CFS to 12,000 CFS in a matter of like 15 minutes. And that was back on uh, May the 12th. So the, uh, the flood stage on the Guadalupe is, you know, it's like a seven foot rise. So when you have a seven foot rise, that's under flood. Well, on May 12th, it hit 7.5. And, uh, you know, I did a little research and, and, you know, to give listeners a comparison back in June of 1987, that's a long time ago, it crested at 7.4 feet. And that was, that was without water being released from Canyon Lake Dam. Okay. So there's been a you know, few flood events that were due to the water coming into Canyon Lake, but this was actually um, rain that had all fallen in the right spot that caused a flash flood to occur on the Guadalupe river, which was a tail race below uh, Canyon Lake. And um, I was wondering, well, there goes all the fish. So there's been a few fly fishermen out this week, and they've, they've been catching some trout. So I guess not all the trout headed downstream. So uh, that was good news. And I'm sure it probably put a few stripers and smallmouth bass back into that river as they started to run a little water out of Canyon Dam. But let's talk about a little bit more in the uh, more central hill country, my, my neck of the woods, okay, the Llano River. Um, of course, it had gotten some rain. There was a small rise this past week, but, but nothing too crazy. It's already cleared out. But uh, the town of Llano is currently dredging the lake right there. So there's a lake that's formed by the low water dam there at Highway 71 crossing in, in downtown Llano. And there's a lot of sand sediment that starts to pile up over the years in that little kind of a reservoir, uh, per se. Um, in downtown Llano, and uh, that's that's where the town of Llano gets their drinking water. So every few years, you know, over the last, I don't know how many years, it's been going on for a long time, but every three years they go and dredge the uh, the lake out from, from the sand that accumulates. And uh, that means right now that the water's currently not going over the dam, but they're routing it under the dam 
uh, due to the, the dredging operation. So that little dam right there, for folks that are familiar with it, typically the water always goes over to the top of that dam and kind of flows down like a waterfall to the to the Lana River below. And that's not happening, but um, it's a popular area for people to go to go fishing. And right now, I wouldn't advise it because everything there at the uh, below the dam at Highway 71 crossing is is off color. Um, so you need to either head further west or go further east towards the uh, confluence with Lake LBJ out on the Lana River. Um, you know, about a week and a half ago, we had our full moon phase, which um, typically during the full moon phase, I don't, I don't really think a lot about it, but we had some lows during that full moon phase of in the hill country, like in the 40s and 50s, which was a little cool for, for May. And um, what that had done, it caused a little bit of fishing slowdown out in that area for a few days. So um, I don't really look at the moon cycle as a negative when I you know, get ready to go out fishing because I've actually had some of my customers catch some of the biggest bass over the years during a full moon cycle. But um, let's talk about some of the highland lakes, like, you know, like Travis, for example, the, the shad spawn is still going on. It's it's going to be finishing up here as we get towards the uh, the end of May. So um, that's, you know, worthy to note. I talked about that on my last fishing report. And, uh, you know, Lake Travis right now is fishing great. Topwater action is, is superb. You know, anything, uh, as long as you're up on top, you're, you're catching fish right now. You know, the lower Colorado, which uh, typically is the fishery that I'm, I'm always on is unfortunately it's running at 8,000 CFS uh, due to that, that big rain event we had here the last week. So to put it in perspective, I typically guide that river when it's around three to 400 CFS. So 8,000 is, is a lot of water coming down and, uh, and it's out in the farm community or the farm community of Austin, let's just say. So everything east of Austin is is not your limestone. It's it's more uh, dirt and farm community. So it's uh, off color. It's it's running muddy right now. But all our typical hill country streams, you know, the San Gabriel has been fishing really well. There's various sections of the Llano that's that's been producing, you know, small Guadalupes and small largemouth, and as well as some redbreast sunfish mixed in. As a matter of fact, on a recent trip on the San Gabriel about a week ago, I had actually caught five different species, which was, uh, I guess I can call that a slam or a grand slam. You know, that, that was Guadalupe bass, largemouth bass, green sunfish. You know, a lot of us call them the greenies, of course, but the red breast sunfish and the long ear sunfish. You can, uh, as, you, as you know, the San Gabriel is a real clear clear creek or, or river rather and you can see all the uh, spawning beds up and down the river at this time of year so uh it, it's very visual it's a lot of fun yeah it's interesting and talking about spawning reds i know at least kind of here in the the mid-atlantic uh smallmouth have been spawning and there's been a lot of conversation about uh not fishing to the to the males that are protecting the beds anything any advice there for hill country anglers to be responsible in terms of how they target uh fish on the reds you know you know it's it's really gets down to personal preference um our our largemouth our guadalupe bass 
they're all spawned out now. So that, that kind of occurred back in March and April. So right now, as far as the sunfish being on the beds, you know, the advice I give anglers is be aware of it. Just just don't go wading through the different uh, the reds that are there in the river. I mean, you can see them. You know, they do a very good job of cleaning out the bottom of, of their little spawning beds, and you can see them. So uh, it looks like little craters on the moon, I guess you'd say. So just go around them. You know, just don't walk through them. And it's fun to watch the sunfish on those because they're constantly chasing everybody else off of there. And it, it's just like, a, a you know, 24-7. I always wonder if they're doing it in the dark. But uh, you can stand there and watch them. They don't seem to want to take the fly, but all the all the guys that are actually not on those beds will take the fly. So uh, keep that in mind, though, when you're walking down the river. Well, that's great advice. So patterns. Got to talk about fly patterns. Yep, tips and techniques. Tips and techniques. So there's not a lot of, been a lot of change since I spoke last regarding our lakes. Um, you know, frog patterns would you know, basically deer hair bugs are working good over on Bastrop and over on Lake Decker uh, in the morning and on cloudy, cloudy days. Shad, bait fish, topwaters are, are working well on the Highland Lakes, such as Lake Travis. Um, you know, for streamers, anything resembling shad over on Lake Travis. For example, you know, Matt Bennett's lunch money in shad patterns is, has been working well for me. You know, the game changers, of course, in shad colors. And clouds or minnows are, are also working up on the lakes. For some of the uh, the smaller rivers and creeks like the San Gabriel or the Llano, I started noticing a lot more grasshoppers this past week. So my go-to pattern is the Llano bug for, for topwater action. It re- represents both a grasshopper or, or even a small frog. And by the way, I've been seeing a lot of the, uh, the little quarter-sized frogs along the uh the rivers and creeks so uh the lano bug's a good one you know the dragonflies damselflies they're all flying around so uh, any size like size eight size 12 damsel nymphs or dragonfly nymphs are working great for your sunfish and your guadalupes and of course any river minnow imitation you know i always say you just can't go wrong with a size eight olive woolly bugger um, but that's, that's kind of how it's been going out on the Texas Hill country, Marvin. Well, that's really great. And, you know, folks, we love questions on the articulate fly. I know Greg likes questions. Um, if you will send us a question on the articulate fly Facebook page, if we read it, I will send you some articulate fly swag and we will enter you into a drawing, uh, for some goodies that, uh, Greg's going to put together at the end of the season. Um, before I let you go, and I, I don't know if we agreed on what the appropriate after fishing report beverage was, given that it was almost 100 degrees, um, Greg, but you can share your idea of that in the Texas Hill Country and let folks know where they can find you so they can book you and fish with you. Well, I, I would say this week it's, it's going to be the ranch water, okay? So uh, you're, you're going to add a, two or three shots of tequila and then fill up the glass with your uh, Topo Chico uh, bubbly water. So, uh, just thought of something Monday, June 1st, I'm going to be up in Dallas, Texas. The Dallas fly fishers have their annual or not annual, their monthly meeting. So that's going to be on Monday, June the 1st. 
And I did confirm with uh, the president of the Dallas Fly Fishers that it is a go. They uh, have their monthly meeting at the Wyndham Hotel over there on Alpha Road. I'm going to be up there tying flies from like 5 to 6 o'clock. And then we're going to break for dinner. And then the meeting starts from a 7 till 8 or 8.30. And uh, I'll be speaking about fly fishing in the whole country. You know, you go, go Google Dallas Fly Fishers for any of you guys that are in the Dallas area, or if you're members of the Dallas Fly Fisher um, organization, you definitely come on out. And then the following day, Tuesday, June the 2nd, I'm supposed to be speaking at the Fort Worth Fly Fishers over at the University of North Texas Health Science Center in downtown Fort Worth. So that's still up on the air as far as if they've gotten um, the go-ahead to have their conference center available for their uh, Tuesday, June 2nd meeting. So I won't know for another week or week and a half, but um, for anybody over in the Fort Worth area, I guess keep an eye on the Fort Worth Fly Fishers website because they're very good about announcing um, their meetings or canceling of their meetings. And I I know they also are on uh, Instagram and Facebook as well. But as far as finding me, you can catch me on my website, upstreamonthefly.com. And then over on social media, I'm on up, I'm on Upstream on the Fly, both on Instagram and on uh, Facebook. So I care from you. Yeah, and Greg, I'll drop links to uh, to both of those club meetings in the show notes, so folks will just go to those uh, those links. It'll uh, take an extra step out of the process of um, getting the info and finding out if it's a go for the Fort Worth Fly Fishers. Yes, perfect, Marvin. Thanks for doing that. And hopefully some of you guys that are out there listening to this, come by and shake my hand. I'd like to meet you if I don't already know you. Absolutely. And folks, uh, get out there and enjoy the uh, the warm weather in the hill country and catch a few. Tight lines, everybody. Tight lines, Greg. Thanks, Marvin. Thanks, Marvin.